Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome to the Isis Diaries podcast. I'm Shelly Rowe, and this episode is not a Valentine's episode, but it is an episode where we're going to talk about the truest love, unconditional love, the most important forms of love. Before we get into the show, um, I thank you guys so much to everyone who has purchased my book so far, How to Get Control of Your Life in 30 Minutes or Less, or 30 Days, or 30 Years. Um, I really appreciate you guys. I appreciate all of your support. And uh, that support actually goes and contributes to some of the things that we're going to talk about on the show today. Um, additionally, as I sit here, having just washed my hair with it up in a towel turban and all of that, um, love to hear you guys feedback about doing the podcast as a video cast, not live, but where you guys would be able to see that works for some people. Some people like both something to consider, I just always want to hear what you guys think. Um, And in that vein, please email me at butterflyproductions.com or go to my website, theisisdiaries.com and leave uh, messages there or DM me at theisisdiaries on Instagram or Facebook. Um, And also you can comment Um, underneath these casts. All right, so let's go ahead and get into what is not a Valentine's episode. Growing up, holidays were always my favorite, one of my favorite things, Um, especially when I would be at school, like in elementary school, because it meant we were going to have a party And parties meant that we were going to have great treats that people brought from home because, of course, this was in the time before all of the school regulations where everything had to be pre-bought and packaged and all of that kind of stuff. So we had all kinds of homemade goodies. The teacher was going to roll in the TV cart so that we were going to watch some type of holiday movie and we were going to play games and eat candy. We had everything from green cookies and chocolate gold coins on St. Patrick's Day to cupcakes and conversation hearts on Valentine's Day. So I know most adults, a lot of adults, (laughs) think that holidays are these commercialized events and Um, you know, as parents, we tell our kids, oh, you don't need that. You don't need an Easter basket. You don't need Halloween candy. You don't need this. You don't need that. But there is a fun and a joy and a guaranteed moment of celebration that comes with that. And for people who can't afford the commercialization of it, believe me, I understand But paper hearts that have been colored with crayon, um, crafts that, you know, have been made at home were one of my favorite things to do as a little kid. So there are ways to 
incorporate those moments of fun and joy with all of the stuff that our kids have going on in the world, with all of the stuff we have going on in the world. It's nice to just take a moment, take a day, take an hour of that day and be able to celebrate and do something silly and focus on something that's not the destruction of this world. Joy and happiness are my zhuzh. That's my thing. And I try to find any opportunity to embrace joy and fun and happiness that I can. So y'all can disagree all that you want. It's fine. I can't hear you anyway. But some of y'all aren't happy because you're boycotting chocolate hearts when you should be working on yourself. Which brings me to the real topic of this show. The most important forms of love. And I'm going to talk about today the love of the creator and love of self. And within those two forms of love, unconditional love. Now we can end this show right here and now just talking about the love of the creator, love of source, love of all, love of God, supreme divine love. Because within that love is the love of all things. If the creator, if God, if source created everything and you learn how to have that love for the creator, then that means you love all things. The end. Good or bad, positive or negative, it's all love. When it rains or the sun shines on happy days or sad, it's all love. But of course, that's not actually how people see things. They don't see, we don't see the creator in everything and everyone. So it's one of the things that you have to work on and you have to learn. And I promise you that if you learn how to have a love for the creator and you look at it as loving the creator and loving all because of that love of the creator, then it's a journey that will brighten your life and allow you to work through so many emotions, compassion, forgiveness, um, and will allow you to work through all of those things when you look at your love of the creator and love of everything and everyone else. But that's the hard part. So we'll save that for another day and focus on the easy part right now. And that's the love that you have for God, the love that you have for creator, source, all. There are some people who are lucky and blessed enough to be able to experience a love that, I don't know, 
is based on magic or divinity or I don't know what it's based on. Those people who experience love at first sight, those people who know they love someone without ever meeting them. And I'd like to think that those people have a love of the creator and had that love even before they had a relationship with the creator. Me personally, I, of course, grew up in church learning about, you know, the love of God and um, how God loved me. And I said I loved God and um, didn't have any idea what that meant until I had my first son. And that's when my relationship with the creator became a personal thing and not just something that was outside myself. And for me, with the exception of my children, I have required a relationship, uh, knowing someone before declaring love for them. With my kids, it was different. I knew I was having them. They were immediately my favorite things. And then when I met them, uh, yeah, I was already beyond head over heels for them. So when I had my first son, and that's also a show for another day, um, if you don't know Jacob's story and my story, but just quickly, my son... um, was diagnosed with a severe congenital heart condition when he was about 12 hours old. I was in the hospital, had just had him. They'd taken him to check his temperature and everything. Came back, told me what was wrong, left to go get him prepped to put him on a helicopter and take him to the hospital and left me in the room alone. And I had my first divine experience, my first visitation with the creator, my first moment where I knew personally from an experience that was completely mine and not read or written anywhere that the creator was real because I was so distraught and so inconsolable and upset. And I heard the creator speak to me. And it was the only thing that gave me peace and calmed me down and carried me from that day to this one. Since that time, I have learned how to strengthen my relationship with the creator. And just like any relationship, It comes from spending time together, time in prayer, time in meditation, time in conversation, time in my own form of worship when um, I need a moment, when I sing a song, sometimes when I'm driving or I'm walking, uh, working out, all kinds of moments that I have conversations with the creator And the creator has conversations with me. And as that relationship has grown and developed over the years, 
that love has gotten stronger. And in that love for the creator, it gives me more compassion and more moments of understanding. So it also helps if you have anger or frustration, disappointment or things like that. Because that relationship that I have with the creator makes me stop and consider how I'm reacting to the people that he has created, to the situations that have been placed in my life, and whether or not those people in those situations have been put there for my good and for my growth. And once I stop and take those moments, and they have to be quick sometimes, um, then I, I'm able to look at things and approach things in a different way. So the creator has stopped me many a time from fussing and fighting and going off on people. You know, some of y'all who may hear this, I hope you do. God saves. And you should love him for it. That compassion and that love, that patience that you extend to all of God's creations, most importantly, needs to extend to you. Self-love is one of the most important things that we need to learn to experience to embrace, and most definitely to put into practice on a more consistent basis. If you love God, you love the creator, you love source, when you look at yourself, you must see all of those things. You are a reflection of the creator. You are the most constant practice of love that you will ever receive. And so many people do not extend love to themselves. So for your practical application for this week, that's what we're going to talk about, the love of self. Now, we can talk about how to, you know, build your love with of the creator, but you may not you know, you may be listening to this. You may not believe in God. You may not believe in source. Um, you know, that's totally up to you. Um, you, but there's really not anything that anyone can do and nothing anyone can teach to help you cultivate a relationship with the creator. It's just something that you're just going to have to have. It's going to come from a place of trust, a place of Prayer, which is talking to God, meditation, which is listening, and spending time alone, hearing the voice of God. People can tell you about a relationship with God and you can hear about other people's experiences and read about them and all of that. And it can give you an idea and an appreciation. But until you have an experience for yourself, 
then that's going to be the only thing that I feel like will spark that relationship. But when it comes to self-love, that is something that you can get a little help with. And the first thing that you need to do is learn how to first look at yourself and see the divinity in you. See the greatness and the preciousness that's within you. The second thing that you need to do is learn to be kind to yourself. So many times we're kind and charitable to other people. We give other people all of us. We give them everything that we have. We love them. We support them. We speak highly of them. We motivate them. We push them. But we don't give our those same things to ourselves. We put ourselves down. We are unmotivated and we're not willing to find things to motivate us. We're overly critical of ourselves and put ourselves down, even if it's playfully so. Don't ever talk down on yourself. It's a horrible habit and it doesn't benefit anyone. It doesn't benefit the people around you who are laughing awkwardly when you're saying bad things about yourself. And it's definitely not benefiting you and your soul. So be kind to yourself. The next thing that you need to do is work on the relationship that you have with yourself. Just like you're cultivating a relationship with the creator, you have to cultivate a relationship with yourself. Spend time alone. How many times have you heard people say that if you don't love yourself, you can't love anyone else? And how many people do you know who jump from relationship to relationship? They're never never able to spend time by themselves. Um, they always have to be around somebody or doing something. Those people don't have a good relationship with themselves. And it's because they don't love themselves fully enough. And that's not wrong because it happens to a lot of people. But the two things go hand in hand. Developing a relationship with yourself allows you to get to know yourself fully. You have to look at relationships outside of yourself and relationships with yourself, relationships with your friends, your family, romantic relationships. They all have the same components. You have to get to know whoever, whatever you're in the relationship with for it to continue to develop, to develop, for there to be a trust, for there to be communication, for there to be love, for the relationship to grow, for you to benefit from it. For you to have trust, and that sounds weird. How many people have you say, I don't trust myself around this person. I don't trust myself to do this. I don't trust myself to do that. Trust. Yes, you have to have trust of yourself. If you know yourself, you can trust yourself to make the best decisions for you. So how do you develop and cultivate a relationship with yourself? The same way you would anyone else. Make time for you. Make time to spend time alone. Even if it's, if you're, you know, like me, a busy mom, when I go and I take a bubble bath, that's my time alone. 
or when I go in my room and I'm reading a book or, you know, doing my meditations and prayers and things like that, that's time for myself. Even if it's going and having a date to take yourself out to lunch or on a mini vacation alone, whatever you have to do, whatever you're able to do, but find time for just you. Learn how to be in a space with just you and your energy and learn to appreciate the things that you learn about yourself when you're alone. We're going to talk about all of this some more on the live next Sunday. This Sunday, air date, next Sunday, second Sunday, we'll be doing a live, um, hopefully on YouTube and Instagram. I'll keep you guys posted, but we'll talk some more about the things that you can do to cultivate the relationship with the creator and the relationship with yourself. And we're going to talk about unconditional love. Um, I've enjoyed you guys and I've enjoyed this talk again. Uh, thanks to everyone who got how to get control of your life in 30 days or less. I have another book that I've already been working on and, um, it's fiction. It's actually a little book about, uh, love and relationships. So hopefully that'll be coming out soonish. Again, I really appreciate you guys. And until next time. Namaste, y'all.